Hello friends, Jenny B here with another episode of Little Drummer Girl. Oh, I just had a really killer workout. I'm trying to catch my breath. Maybe I should have waited before I started recording, but um, I'm really amped up. I'm really excited about this particular topic, so I really want to talk about it. So today we're going to talk about making a decision, just making a decision. And it surprisingly is something that a lot of people struggle with, myself included, and it just can be the most paralyzing feeling in the world. So many people just spend their entire lives on the fence, just sitting on the fence. Like whatever it is that they need to decide, they go back and forth, back and forth, 50-50. You know, it's flip a coin, heads or tails. One choice is going to be right, one choice is going to be wrong. Which is not always the case. Just because you made a choice and then you wonder what the other one would have been, doesn't mean you made the wrong choice. It just means that you made a choice. And the beauty in that is that you made a choice and you moved on and you didn't live your entire life on the fence on the 50-50. If you stay on the fence, you stay 50% this, 50% this, heads, tails, whatever you want to call it, you will forever be stuck in no man's land and you will never get out of it. And there is nothing beautiful and nothing fun about being stuck in no man's land. There's so many people in the world that just live their lives like not unhappy, like not happy, but not unhappy enough to make a change, right? So you're just stuck in the middle somewhere because there are elements of your life or things in your life that you want to change maybe a little bit but not enough to actually do it or you want to make a job change but you're afraid to or you want to whatever the change is that you want to make whatever the thing is that you want to do you're afraid of the risk you're afraid of failure you're afraid you're just afraid or lazy that's a totally different subject we won't talk about that one we're going to talk about afraid Um, But the truth is, if you just make the decision and move forward, you're not likely to look back in five years at that single decision and tell yourself that it was the wrong one. Unless it was just like a painstakingly terrible decision, which most of you know that decision before you make it, I'm pretty sure. Like, most of the time I know if something's a really bad decision, I know that I'm doing it when I'm doing it, right? Like, I, come on now, let's be real. But If you make a decision to move forward, you're not likely to look back in five years and be like, oh my gosh, well, I should have gone to grad school instead of going into the workforce or whatever. Like, that's not a thing you're going to look back at because you're going to learn so much along the way, no matter which decision you make, no matter which path you take, you're going to learn a lot and you're going to grow from it. And that's okay. So right now, like, just think about your life right now. If you are unhappy, dissatisfied, angry, overweight, annoyed, whatever it is. Don't dwell on it. Just make a decision and move on. Your friends and your family, they don't want to hear you complaining about it every day. I am super guilty of this. I will come in and, well, really, I don't do it at work or I try not to do it at work unless it's somebody I'm really close to, but like I will go to the same friend or the same person and complain about the same thing over and over and over and over. And my my really close friends know that finally they just have to be like, Jenny, like, shut up. Make a decision or shut up. Like, we don't want to listen to it anymore. And, you know, they do. They get tired of listening to it. Maybe you hate your job. Maybe you're in a bad relationship or a bad marriage. Maybe you have the chance of a lifetime and you're somehow finding a way to talk yourself out of it. Why would you do that? Like, there is no reason you get stuck in this, like, analysis paralysis, right? And you're like, oh my gosh, like, this could totally change my life. This is the thing that I should do. And then you start overanalyzing it and overthinking it and considering all the reasons why you shouldn't do it. And where do you end up? No man's land. You end up stuck in no man's land, sitting on the fence, 50% this way, 50% that way, heads, tails. It's just this vicious cycle, like, just a vicious cycle. So you know what? 
if you're in one of those spots, you're in a bad relationship, you're in a bad job, you have an amazing opportunity, but you're afraid of the risk, you're scared, you're unsure, you don't know what's going to happen. Well, that's life. I mean, that is just life. Life is very much an I don't know what's going to happen kind of thing. And if you don't know what's going to happen, that's a beautiful thing too. So I know if you're a control freak, I'm a control freak about some things, but not about everything. Like my computer wires and my stereo equipment, like don't mess with my audio equipment. But anyway, I get off topic. Life is very much an I don't know what's going to happen kind of thing. And if you spend your entire life being worried about the fact that you don't know what's going to happen once you make this decision, once again, still stuck in no man's land. So let me tell you a story. Really good friend of mine. She battles with her decision-making on a daily basis. And I mean daily basis, like every single decision. What to wear, what to eat, how to do her hair that day, what to get at Starbucks. It's seriously like the most annoying thing in the world. Like, it's annoying to spend time with her, to be quite honest. And yes, I have told her that because I am very keen on telling people what I think um, in the most gentle but blunt way possible, if you can be gentle and blunt at the same time. Kind of like a bull in a china shop. That's basically how I describe myself in this situation. So she complains about her husband, her job, her kids, her car, her weight. Again, super annoying to be around all the time. And like I told you, I am guilty of the same thing. Like I will come to this same friend and complain about the same thing over and over and over until that friend just stops and says, you know what? I'm not listening to this anymore. Like make a decision, either fix it or stop talking about it. So she complains about her husband, job, kids, car, weight. Um, Again, annoys the crap out of me. But, you know, I listen because I try to be a good friend. Um, And I finally got tired of it. Now, I've known this person for years and years and years. So I finally stopped her one day. It's probably been like six months now, maybe eight months. Gosh, maybe even longer because of this COVID thing. I don't even know what month it is. So I finally stopped her one day while she was in the middle of telling me for the 5,000th time why her marriage is failing and how she doesn't know if she could possibly take it for one more second. And I just stopped her and I said, no more absolutely no more. I'm not going to listen to you do this to yourself or to me or to your husband and your children for one more second. I'm not listening to it. I'm not going to listen to it. Either make an effort to fix it or make an effort to end it. But you have to make a decision. And she just kind of looked at me, like stared at me. You know, that blank look when people are like, I can't believe you just said that to me. Well, look, sister, I just said that to you. And there's a reason for it. It's out of love. And that's called tough love. And you needed it, right? So we got into this long conversation about the pros and cons of both sides, how the kids would react, etc., etc. That turned into a discussion about her job and what needs to happen there, why she's complacent, why her boss doesn't love her, why she hasn't gotten promoted, yada, yada, yakety, schmackety. Um... And when we finally got through all of these layers and layers of things that she was blaming on other people, which is kind of human nature, I think. We want to blame we, everything that goes wrong. We want to blame it on somebody else. We do not want to blame it on ourselves. We don't want to be the reason that we are unsuccessful at things. So, you know, we got to this place where she she just broke down, you know, Um Turns out she'd just been feeling insecure for quite a while. You know, she'd gained some weight since she took on this new desk job a couple years ago. And um, we both used to work at the gym together. And and so it's hard. It's hard, quite frankly, to go from working in a gym and running around and teaching classes and lifting weights and doing all that stuff all day long. And then all of a sudden you're at a desk. That's hard to do. 
And that happened to her three or four years ago, and she had just slowly started to gain weight. And I think it happened so slowly that she couldn't quite get her hands around it. Um, And it never, it wasn't completely out of hand, right? It wasn't out of control. It wasn't at a point where she couldn't turn back. Um, But at this point in time, when we're having this conversation, she had probably put on, you know, 30 or 40 pounds, which, you know, to some people that doesn't seem like very much because maybe they have 100 or more pounds that they want to lose. But to this particular girl, 30 or 40 pounds was a lot of weight, like to the point that her clothes didn't fit and she had to buy new clothes. And so like I've been there and I I understand that and that's frustrating and it's, it's, um, it's not motivating, you know, like it, it turns into this vicious cycle where you're depressed. So you don't want to go to the gym and then your gym clothes fit and then your work clothes fit. And so you buy bigger clothes and then, you know, to hide it and whatever. And then you get home and you don't feel like working out because you feel yucky about yourself and it just keeps going. And so this is where she was, right? So instead of doing something about it, she blamed her kids She blamed her husband. She blamed her job. She blamed everybody else but herself and all these external factors for her own inability to manage her weight. And after a really good cry session, we got to a place where she knew she had to do something different. And literally, all she needed to do was make the decision to do something different. She needed to take care of herself in order to save her family and her career. So that very night, like sitting there on the living room floor crying our eyes out, she made a conscious decision that right then and there, that night, to make the necessary changes to make her life better and to get out of no man's land. Um, And they're still working on it, like marriages and kids and jobs and all that. They don't turn around overnight, but, you know, she got to a place where she knew she had to make a decision and she did it. And now she's well on her way. I think she's lost 15 or 20 pounds at this point. And uh, she's on her way back to feeling good about herself again. So I'm going to go back to the top. Like if you are unhappy, dissatisfied, angry, overweight, annoyed, whatever it is, you know, you just do anything to change it. That's how you're feeling right now. I would just do anything to change this and just to be in a different place. Well, you know what? It doesn't cost a dime. It does not cost you a dime to make a conscious decision to do something different. All you have to do is make a decision. You want something different? Make a decision. You want to change your situation? Make a decision. You want to change your life, your marriage, your kids' lives, your job. All you got to do is make a decision. That's it. So many people people are so capable of doing so much more, but they settle for average. And that's what she was doing. She was just settling for the status quo. There's nothing powerful or inspiring about being average, right? And I'm not saying you have to go and conquer the world and make millions and, you know, all of that stuff. But, like, there is literally nothing powerful or inspiring about being just average, accepting the status quo, and just going through the motions every single day. There's nothing sexy about that, nothing powerful, nothing motivating or inspiring. And the scariest thing about average is regret, Listen to that again. The scariest thing about being average is regretting your life in 40 years or 50 years or 10 years, right? Regretting. That's my biggest fear. I don't want to look back when I'm 80 or 90 laying on my deathbed and regret all the decisions I never made and all the risks I never took and all the things I never did. I don't want to be in that place. Regret is a scary place. So don't spend your whole life so scared to make a decision that you live a life that you're going to regret. One more time. Don't live your life so scared to make a decision that you live a life that you're going to regret. So whatever it is, 
I know life is hard. Everybody knows life is hard. And whether it's a a decision about a negative experience or a negative situation that you're in, or it's a decision about a positive situation that you are in and you have an opportunity, make a decision and move on. And I promise you, getting out of no man's land, there is nothing more freeing than that. There's nothing more liberating than knowing that you took control of the situation, you took control of your life, and you moved on. So make a decision and move on. What I want you to do as soon as you put this phone down or your computer or whatever you're listening to this podcast on, I want you to promise me that you're going to make a decision. Write it down and stick to it. A year from now, come back. Listen again. Did you make that decision? Did you make that change? You guys can do it. I know I can and I know you can. I hope this was inspiring and helpful and motivating and I hope you have an amazing day. Ginny B. Out.